0: is juliana mcintosh
1: and i'm brad sutton and And this this is is the The art Art of of drinking
0: with join jules
1: and your favorite uncle this is the best home bartending podcast
0: where you learn how to make two drinks
1: a classic
0: and a twist
1: plus a little backstory on the cocktail
0: so you have an interesting story to tell when you serve your guests
1: your home crafted masterpiece
0: uncle brad it has been far too long for us too to long. not have gotten together for a cocktail so happy new year happy and new year. happy season two
1: yeah season two Woohoo! we did it we're doing we went through it a season. We're doing we said hey we should do this again
0: and i honestly <laughs> think now that we've done our first season we went through a couple months ago now what what are we going to do for season two and i actually am more excited about this season and i think it's because the first season was really about foundational cocktails and now that we're in season 2 we're not we're not going to go too crazy but there's some really great cocktails that we're covering that don't just focus on the foundation
1: yeah, I mean, uh, too crazy is kind of funny coming from you because <laughs> some I know things like you do are too crazy. But yeah, so we, you know, we took the foundation. We said, all right, so we got the foundation laid. And there's gonna be some some things you're like, okay, that wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. And then there's gonna be things you're like, ah, these are a lot of steps. And so we wanna kind of start mm-hmm. throwing it out there. So if you're new to the art of drinking, go ahead and listen to season one if you want to get a foundational set of cocktails. Otherwise, you can still follow along. We're gonna tell you how to make drinks, we're gonna you know, tell you what's in them and give we're you a little backstory and, you know, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess this year we're going to do 15 cocktails for this second mm-hmm. season, 15 new recipes, so 16 episodes total. And like I said, we have some really fun ones coming out. Brad, can I, can I just share a couple?
1: Please. Yeah, absolutely. Okay.
0: So to get you excited, some of the cocktails that we're going to cover are... The French 75, the Ramos Gin Fizz. Mm-hmm. And Uncle Brad, you picked this one, the Hurricane Cocktail. I mm-hmm. And I think we're going to end with the mint julep. So we've we've got a good variety here. I think it's yeah. I'm excited because you're going to teach us the classic. And then I get to have a lot of fun with finding new innovative ways to sip them. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes from my end.
1: Yeah, for sure. And you know what? I should also throw in there. I mean, look, everybody's going to be like, oh, it's not very many cocktails. No, we're, we're doing 15, you know, because sometimes people don't listen all the way through. And if you're like me, you're kind of like just on autopilot when you're listening. And I was like, oh, wait, what'd they say? Yeah. So we're doing 15. And I promised we would do a Singapore sling to use that cherry hearing that we used last season. And we are going to do a Singapore sling. And that's kind of some of the things that we wanted to do with this season is let's go back to the things that we had you buy last season. And let's let's incorporate those, let's start using those in other cocktails. And then we're also going to introduce you, obviously, to new cocktails, but we're also going to make some changes too, you know, so we're keeping with the history on the cocktail. Mm -hmm. But we're going to expand that into not just the history behind the drink, but maybe the history behind the ingredient in the cocktail or the bar that it was invented or the person who invented it. Mm -hmm. You saw last season, we started to kind of talk about places to get drinks and the Savoy versus the Ritz, you know, Harry Macalone. So That's kind of, we want to keep going with that. We're going to do what? We're going to bring some interviews in, right? We've got some interesting people that we want to talk to this season. Yeah.
0: I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And for this episode, we really wanted to focus once again, we did this last season and I think it's super helpful. And so you may hear some of the things that you heard from our first episode But we're going to do another setup episode for this season. So we're going to cover some of the booze you're going to need, the liqueurs. We're going to do the tools that you're going to need. So we're really taking the time for this episode to get you set up, squared away, for the fun season ahead.
1: Yeah. And hey, listen, we heard the feedback from last season, too. People are like, hey, that Uh -uh. wasn't in there. You didn't say that we were going to use this and brandy. And I'm like, hey, look, all right. This is why I go back to like, you know, you build your bar one drink at a time. But this season, for me, everything I'm going to tell you to buy is exactly what you'll use. And there may be a few other things that we add in. So be forewarned, but I'm not going to have you buy something that you won't use. Yeah. There's that promise.
0: Well, Brad, I think that's a good point before we get into the nitty gritty of what we're going to need. I do want to make note that follow what Uncle Brad says we're going to need for this season because some of these cocktails you may have never made before. So he's going to show you the right way to make it. So I don't want to give too much of what I'm going to be using. Also because... I don't know how I'm going to do each cocktail recipe yet. Sometimes I do a day of. And I don't use too crazy of ingredients. If you followed me long enough, you know that that's that's not something I do. But I may make something, whether that's a syrup or a shrub, or even we're going to try infusions this year. Mm -hmm. So listen to Uncle Brad and what he's telling you to buy. I'm not going to stray too far from the pack. I'm not gonna give you too much for this setup episode, but I will leave you with some that I know I'm gonna use this year, and I know that you're gonna wanna have on your bar cart because they are delicious additions. With that, Brad, should we get into what we're gonna need?
1: Let's get into that. All
0: right, buckle up. Everybody, we are going to help your bar and guide you with what you're gonna need should you wanna make the cocktails this season. And if I can tell you anything, there is some good ones that you're gonna wanna make. So I highly suggest getting your pen and paper out and taking some notes on what you're gonna buy from the liquor store. Yeah. Brad?
1: All right, so like uh, Jules said here a moment ago, I'm going to give you exactly what you're going to need. She's going to kind of ad lib throughout the season. She's got some things that she knows for sure we're going to use. But, you know, the way I look at this and somebody on my hockey team. Yes, by the way, I still play hockey. Somebody on my hockey team said to me, yeah, so Jules is kind of like the jazz musician where you're more like the marching band, but you're like the John Philip (laughs) Sousa of the marching band. So, and hey, listen, absolutely. I'm going to hit my notes. We're going to play great music, and we are going to march in a line because that is the way I operate. And Jules, you are going to run around the sides throwing candy at people and picking things up and saying, hey, let's use yeah. this. And so so it's strap true. in.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who knows where I'm going to go? So just honestly, stick with Brad, and you won't get lost. You may mm-hmm. get lost with me, but no matter what, you'll always come back.
1: <laughs> Doing cartwheels. All right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: You ready? All right. Yes. Yes. Here is what you're going to need to buy for my cocktails this season. And we've got some great, great cocktails. All classics, new classics, mm-hmm. old classics. And I'm telling you, you're going to enjoy this season. All right, so I, we're going to use gin. And I've got a couple of different gins, one of which you, uh, you bought last year, and that's a Plymouth gin. I do like Plymouth gin. So we're going to use Plymouth gin. We're going to use an Old Tom gin and a London Dry gin. Mm-hmm. We're going to use brandy, which you should already have in your liquor cabinet, and bourbon, which you should already have. We're going to use some mm-hmm. Irish whiskey.
0: Um, uh uh-huh. Yes, Don't we are. Love Irish whiskey. Gosh, I d- I love it's Irish my favorite.
1: Whiskey. I really yeah, do. it's my favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to uh, use vodka, of course, and uh, we're even going to maybe infuse that vodka. A little dark rum, Myers or any other type of Jamaican rum will work here. Uh, so dark Jamaican rum would be great. Demerara rum, uh, otherwise known as Mm -hmm. Pusser's Rum, and there's other Demerara rums out there, but also on the darker side. We're going to use a light rum, Angostura White Oak Light Rum, uh, which is made with cane molasses. So if you don't want to buy Angostura White Oak, just look for cane molasses. And then we're going to, of course, use tequila. And uh, for me, it's always a reposado, but you could go platinum in this case, and we'll explain what platinum is later. Um, And then Pisco. Pisco. And you just said, what do you say? I said, Pisco. What's Pisco? Pisco is a Peruvian, um, and the Chileans would argue maybe it's Chilean. There's a little bit of a fight going on. This will be a fun story. Uh, but Pisco <laughs> is a brandy, but it's clear, and it's made from grapes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is just a little wonderful cocktail we got planned for you.
0: Yeah, it's a classic.
1: Jules, you wanna talk about the alcohols you wanna get, or you want me to just keep going into the liqueurs?
0: Yeah, I'll add the alcohol. So. We're gonna do cognac, Brad, you didn't mm. say that right no I didn't we're gonna say we're gonna do cognac oh, yeah gosh, I, I cognac. know I'm gonna use cognac I yeah. I feel a resurgence coming with cognac so I'm definitely playing with it a lot this year so I, I'm adding that in for the podcast
1: from our sidecar episode too there should be some cognac
0: in your liquor cabinet yeah. if you were with see us last year. Yeah. trust me we're gonna use it. Uh-huh. Uh, the other one I want to play with this year is the pineapple rum, Brad. Yes. You have a lot of pineapple rum, don't you?
1: Oh gosh, I love I love Plantations pineapple rum. Yes, yes, yep,
0: yep. Okay, mm-hmm. and then the other thing that I love, Brad doesn't, but we gotta have it, is <laughs> mezcal. And I don't know, Brad, if you said yeah, you did say tequila, so. Also grab the Mezcal if if you like the smokiness, but that's really it for booze for me that I know I'm gonna play with. I think with the rums, because we have a couple of rum cocktails, I might go off script, uh, but again, I will let you know, but that's that's the three I know I'm gonna use. Yeah, cool.
1: All right, yeah. well, let's move on to liqueurs and vermouths. We're gonna use uh, Amaro Nonino. That's gonna mm-hmm. be a delicious addition. you are gonna be like, what's
0: It's that? so good. It's like a
1: bitter liqueur. You know, kind of in the house of uh, vermouth almost. Yeah, so just get, get a little maroon and, you know. Amaretto mm-hmm. liqueur. We're going to use, it's of course, sweet favorite. vermouth. I know. I really love, I love nutty. Ugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to use sweet vermouth and you should have plenty of sweet vermouth. Uh, specifically, I'm going to, and again, thanks to Death & Company, <laughs> they opened my eyes to this Dolan Rouge Punta Mess one-to-one mix mm-hmm. that they call it their house sweet vermouth. Uh, it is now my house, sweet vermouth, and it's delicious. We're gonna use chartreuse. And my God, chartreuse is such an amazing liqueur. I used to think mm-hmm. way back when that it was like a green pepper liqueur and it's it's nothing like that. And I don't even know if you can call it a liqueur because it's 110 proof. Like chartreuse is heavy hitting. But man, it is such a vibrant flavor.
0: You were the one who told me when you buy one bottle and it's expensive, cut that price in half because the amount of alcohol in there, it's like buying two bottles. Yeah. So, so you made me justify it's a the twofer. expensive price. <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah, it, it's yeah, brace wor- yourself.
1: And, All right. Yeah. I know. Chartreuse it's is worth expensive. it though.
0: And f- for this season, are we doing the green or yellow or both?
1: Oh, hey, good call out. Yeah. We're going to do the green. We're going to okay. do the green. Although I do love yellow. We'll maybe get into yellow. We for sure will get into yellow next season. Maybe mm-hmm. you'll find a reason to use yellow. Oh, yellow I chartreuse, that's a little bit of saffron in it. Oh my God, that's delicious too. Hey, yeah. listen, seriously, I know we're really spending a lot of time at chartreuse. I'm just telling you, <laughs> get yourself good. a bottle of chartreuse, a little chartreuse and soda. Oh my gosh, that is the best little sipper cocktail. I'm telling you, you're going to love this chartreuse. Don't be scared of it. Yeah. Uh, cherry hearing, you probably still have that if you're with us last season, but we are definitely going to use cherry hearing, a la Singer Porcelain, Aperol, Cointreau, and of course, uh, not of course, but we're bringing into the mix here, Benedictine, specifically mm-hmm. Dom, D-O-M, Benedictine. Nice. That's uh, That's on my side of the fence. What about you?
0: Okay, so for liqueurs, for me, some of these we've used before, and if you followed me, you know I use a lot of these, so I'm not throwing anything super new. Chili liqueur. I love using this. It's a spicy liqueur you can add to a simple margarita to give it a little spice. Mm. Uh, There's two brands I recommend, which is Ancho Reyes Chili Liqueur and then Alma Tepec, which is really great. They're a smaller brand. Brad, you said Aperol. Um, I don't know if we're going to use Campari for you. I know we're going to use it for me, and for sure. I think it could be cool to try some new brands out there. I know that there's different variations of uh, Campari brands. Capoletti is one of them. Bruto's another. So I want to maybe play with that a little bit because you know I love I love that space. Campari apérol. So maybe let's try to broaden our horizons there. Galliano is another one. Oh, uh, I love love using that.
1: Oh, I love I know. Galliano.
0: Well, and another one that you're going to love just as much is Strega. Yeah. And that's delicious. So so we're going to play with that. I know for a fact. Liquor 43. I'm sure you could have guessed that. I love using it. And we used it last, last season. Yep. And then coffee liqueur. I love and I always find a way to add in coffee liqueur to my cocktails. And I may try to make it homemade and share that with you guys. Yes. Yeah, um, so stay tuned for that. But yeah, those are my liqueurs.
1: Sweet. I I can promise you uh, listeners that the Galeano, when we do another season, (laughs) I got you on the Galeano, trust me. So get the Galeano.
0: Just get it. Thank me later, thank us later.
1: All right, so bitters and other ingredients. Uh, We're gonna use Mm -hmm. Angostura bitters. You probably already have this. And if you don't, go get it because it's like one of those things you'll always use. So for me, we're going to use Angostura bitters. And what's interesting is I don't use bitters in much else besides this, this season. Wow. I know. We'll use orange flower water. Hello, Ramos Gin Fizz. And then mm-hmm. Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. Yeah, Worcestershire. for those listening,
0: can you guess Can you guess what we're making?
1: <laughs> Any idea what that, what that might go into?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, maybe yeah. get some horse show Okay. All right. Yeah. All
1: right, uh-huh. Jules, what about you?
0: I have no additions there. I may try to play with bitters. I recently used uh, walnut bitters, lavender bitters last year, and I really liked that. But come back to me. It's like I yeah, just got hey, asked in class. Just uh, circle back, circle back yeah, a little bit.
1: Circle back there. Yeah. You know, got a little tune yeah. to play on my, jazz, uh, my yeah. jazz instruments.
0: Yeah. Hey, guess what? When it comes to bitters, I will let you know at the beginning of each episode if we're using bitters. So there you go. Cool. I won't leave you hanging.
1: Glassware. We're going to use a hurricane glass. And I've actually got two cocktails that will go in that glass. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I know. Coffee mug. If you want to be fancy, you can get a glass-tempered coffee mug. Otherwise, the coffee mugs you have in your cabinet, just fine. We'll use a julep cup and uh, if you fancy. You're going to use a julep cup. And that's that pewter. They also make them in Stainless. Uh, otherwise, a double rocks glass would be just fine. So a double rocks glass goes on that list. We'll use a flute, of course, and we'll use a coupe, of course. We'll use yeah, our low ball it. glass and our high ball glass and a pint glass. Oh, and no, it's not shot glass. I guess it'd kind of like be a pony beer glass. <laughs> uh, low ball glass, just fine. Just, yeah. Yeah, That's that's it for me right there.
0: <laughs> well, that works. I would say the only thing that I use sometimes are the stemless wine glasses. Mm-hmm. I like to use those as my double rocks glass sometimes. So if you want to look a little fancy, you can get those. But Brad, you said the coupe glasses, so so we're covered on yeah, my hey end. man.
1: Yeah, no kidding. It covers <laughs> 90% of your drinks.
0: <laughs> yes, always.
1: Uh, it's such an elegant glass. On to the tools. We are going to use a Lewis bag, and that is for crushing ice. You put ice and you whack it with a hammer in a Lewis bag. We're going to use a julep straw, and it's, it's kind of like a filtered. Just Google julep straw, you'll see what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, on Amazon, they're on there. Yeah,
1: yeah they're on there. We'll use an electris elect electris an electris. <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> it's like an heiress, <laughs> but it's electric. <laughs> an electric citrus juicer.
0: Yeah, if you haven't gotten one already. I know, seriously. Yeah.
1: We said hand juicer last season. I'm sorry, I did, I did you dirty. Get an electric citrus yeah. juicer. It's just way easier, especially if you're gonna entertain. True. Measuring is important. That's why we're here, folks. <laughs> so <laughs> we're not making drinks, we're making cocktails. So uh, you're gonna need graduated jiggers uh, or a double jigger is what I have. I use two. So I've got one jigger that has a half, or a half ounce side and a three quarter ounce side. And I've got another jigger that has a one-ounce side and a two-ounce side, you are mm-hmm. covered with those two things, especially if they have the lines that um, measure even more in the in the middle of those jiggers. So just, you'll see, yeah. it. you'll know when you see it. By the way, I like <laughs> Japanese style. So whatever you want, yeah, me too. just make sure you can get down there. Yep. Boston shaker 10 on 10, 28, 18 ounce. Yes, that sir. is my shaker of choice. I have tried using the cobbler shakers. I'm going to tell you, Sorry cobbler shaker makers, I think they really suck. <laughs> I just don't like the cobbler shaker.
0: Yeah, they might be like, "Wait, Jules, don't you use those all the time in your videos?" Yes, in They're my hard. videos <laughs> because so they are they are better and more aesthetic to use. I can film them easier, but when I am making these cocktails, I will always use a tin on tin. That is my personal preference, and no. I highly recommend if you're not making these for video content, to use that because it will change your life.
1: Yeah, the thing about the cobbler shaker is, I guess we can go deep on this cobbler shaker thing. What frustrates me with the cobbler shaker is you've got that little cap and uh-huh. the shaker gets colder and the cap, like for whatever reason, those things stick together and like you're trying to pry that damn cap off.
0: Oh no, I've broken nails.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've broken glasses. I, I just, it's <laughs> like I'm out yeah. on the cobbler shaker. So whoever invented that thing, I, I got something to say to you. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> you and it's know, like, like a little bullet too. If, <laughs> if you do coffee in there and you leave the cap on, that thing will shoot out of nowhere like oh, yeah. 15 yeah. minutes later. Like, it's a just damn shock hazard. shock everyone. Yeah. yeah like, no, 100%. Seriously.
1: Somebody needs to put a warning label and maybe even outlaw those things. Yeah, And they leak. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. I'm yeah. pretty clear on the cobbler shaker.
0: <laughs> yeah, 10 on 10, people, all right? Trust us. <laughs>
1: yeah, damn Boston shaker. All right, we're gonna get a mixing glass, of course, and a Hawthorne strainer, a fine mesh strainer, a fine mesh conical strainer. It's a little guy. It's a little guy that you'd look at and you'd be like, oh, that would fit right over a cocktail glass. If you say that would fit over my cocktail glass, that's the size you want. So a fine mesh mm-hmm. conical strainer. Of course, we're gonna use a barbed spoon and we'll use a Y peeler. Of course, a paring knife, you'll want a cutting board. I'm gonna go out there and say, get on Amazon or go source yourself some nice cocktail picks, some nice stainless steel cocktail picks or brass or, or whatever. It just kind of ups the game a little bit. And if, you know, you don't want to do that, there's a lot of cool ones. You can get them wood and painted and stuff. So get some cool cocktail mm-hmm. picks. And then I'd say a bottle opener, but you know, who doesn't have one of those right now? So there you go. That's for me. Jules.
0: Just, just two quick little tidbits. We Are for the classics that Brad's gonna do. I won't give too much away. We are gonna be using eggs. And we already knew that that was gonna be a thing for me. Um, That's just a given when you're working with what I'm making. But with that, I highly, highly, highly recommend one of those um, hand milk frothers because that will change your life. You will never go back to dry shaking again. It is a total game changer. So a hand frother. I couldn't recommend this enough for my cocktails. I know we're going to use them in mine. So I would recommend doing that. They're on Amazon. And then the last little tip I want to give, because Brad, you said a mixing glass. And I just wanted to let people know that it might be smart before you listen or before you make the cocktail. I now always have a mixing glass in my freezer. I have the room too. And it has totally changed the game um, when I'm mixing these cocktails I highly recommend if you have the space for it. I, I saw someone online always have it in their freezer, and I thought, you know what, that's a good idea. And I started doing it, and and it's it's changes, it changes because it cools the liquid down when you throw it in, and then you, it doesn't water down as much as it would with the normal. Mixing glass. So I I just want to kind of put that tip out there for a mixing glass. If you can, just put it in your freezer now. You'll forget about it. And then when you're ready to do a mixing cocktail, you'll be like, oh, wait, I have it in my freezer already. It's awesome.
1: I can see the logic there. I think after a while, if you're especially making multiple drinks that night, like you get one great mm. shot at that mixing glass and then.
0: Well, right. I'm just saying like your weekly nightcap, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know what? That's a good call. That's a really good call. Yeah. So don't fret if you're like, oh, we're forgot to put my mixing glass in the freezer. It's fine.
0: I know. But just a fun little tip if you want. Yeah,
1: for, you know, cocktails all by your onesies. That's a great, great tip. <laughs> yeah. Great tip,
0: yeah. Did we overwhelm everybody? Or are we, do we still have listeners hanging on? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hope so. Like, whoa, <laughs> hope slow so. down. Yeah, because you know what? <laughs> yeah, hang around because we've got some asks of you as well here in the next segment. And then, um, yeah, we'll, we'll just wrap it up.
0: There we have our setup for season number two of The Art of Drinking with Join Jules and Uncle Brad, your favorite uncle. I hope he's your favorite uncle by now. He certainly is mine. Have you gotten that on the street, by the way? Like, oh, hey, it's my favorite uncle.
1: Uh, I have heard it. Yeah, uh, sometimes sarcastic, <laughs> sometimes genuine.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, I wanted to before we end this episode, I I want to take this time to just recap, and hopefully everyone has stayed on. I, I just want to go through how we're offering, not only last season but this season. I know we may have had some people join a little bit later, so let's just all get back on the same page. We are the art of drinking with Join Jules and your favorite uncle. I am Join Jules, and you have heard Uncle Brad. We have an Instagram where we post promoting the episode that's coming out, and then we will post about the recipe. Depending, it could be mine, it could be Uncle Brad's, but our Instagram is at the Art of Drinking Podcast. So make sure to follow us there. You're gonna get all the updates there.
1: Oh, and and uh, I, I commit this season to Ooh. providing content, and I'll record some videos of myself. I'm a little camera shy.
0: Yeah. You posted the martini tutorial. I loved it. I thought all it was right. fantastic. You even posted like what you could use. I was like, wow, he's, he's doing more than me. Let's all just convince Brad at this point, he needs to do more videos because they're fantastic. <laughs> so that's all on our Instagram. You can also find me at jewels. and uh, Brad is cigars and vino. So, so we're both on there too, doing our, doing our own things. But the art of drinking podcast is your home base on Instagram. Another home base that I feel is a little bit more reliable is our website. So if you go on to joinjewels.com, you will see a tab that says podcast. In that, it will have every episode. It will have the tips. It will have my recipe, Brad's recipe, a little history from the episode. It'll have the links to the specific episode. So the website really and truly is where you can get all the recap information. Not only that, but if you subscribe to the newsletter, we, we put that out there as well. So so you'll never forget, you'll never forget about us. So that is that is on my website, join jewels.com slash podcast.
1: But not in a spammy kind of way.
0: No, no, that's not scary. No, I, it I I mean it in like a friendly hey, you know, yeah. I know I know life gets a little crazy, but but here the, I'm trying to make life easier on you. So the links and all that stuff is there. Mm-hmm. But Brad, I think that one of the things we started to do towards the end of last season that we want to incorporate again this season is hearing from our audience. We want your questions. We want your comments, whether they're good or bad. Let us know your thoughts on the recipes. So feel free to either DM us, send us an email, whatever you need to do. We're, We're here for you. We're creating this fun podcast community for cocktails. We are your guides
1: totally want your questions and want your recommendations too, because I'm still trying to find a great Mezcal. So somebody <laughs> uh, well, out there, <laughs> hook a brother up. Who knows, Brad,
0: <laughs> if we keep doing this, maybe someone will send us to Oaxaca, you know? Maybe yeah. we'll we'll do a tour and your life will be changed for the better. Jeez, oh, it'll be so. long I enough. Just,
1: trying to get there, I really am. And you know, the other thing too is like, I, I, I never got a good answer on this and I could probably Google it, but that's no fun. I. I want to know, how do people grow like really big, beautiful, minty, like leafy mint? It's it's like, you know, the, mm. you're talking about like the mint. You go to a bar, you're like, oh my God, that's beautiful mint. And then I look at my mint and it's like, I mean, like something, it's like, instead, like is it smoking? Like, I don't know, it's like stunted its growth somehow. It, like, it's like these little leaves. It's like mint yeah. chips, not <laughs> mint leaves.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I don't have a good green thumb. So I'm All with right. you on that. Give us, give us your tips there. But also, Brad, I feel that like- That was totally that's random. That's okay we're random. But I think on the on that, I think another fun thing to start the conversation is tell us your favorite cocktails, whether that's one you had at a bar, or tell us things. We want to keep the conversation moving. So, yeah.
1: you have cocktails you want us to make, let us know. Yeah. What's your favorite local drink?
0: We take requests.
1: We do. We take requests.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think that um this is going to be a super fun season, not episode. Well, I think this episode was fun, but I think the season's going to be great. And then, Brad, is there anything else you wanted to add?
1: I don't. I just, let me ask you, Jules, last season. Okay. What was your favorite cocktail?
0: Okay. Well, I, I think th- it's hard because it's like Spotify wrapped where it really takes in, into consideration everything you did for the year. I'm only thinking of recent. And I, I kid you not, I think the one that really took the cake was that sidecar. I, but it's always been my favorite. So yeah. I, the sidecar for me, tried and true, delicious. We even made a apple cider version for the fall holidays. You can do whatever the heck you want with a sidecar. So I, I love that one. I love it, I love it, I love it. Yeah. What about you? What you got?
1: I did thoroughly enjoy your frozen old fashion. That was delicious. What? Yeah, it was good. I know it was a bit of a wow curveball in there, but I tried it and I was like, well,
0: damn, that's all right. Yeah, that, geez, was that, was like the f- that was our first That was our first one. I really threw oh. people. I'm surprised we didn't, oh, man. We didn't had, tear off not that. off. people getting that. really upset, yeah. I'm surprised we didn't get canceled, yeah.
1: Otherwise, uh, I think one of my favorites, cocktail-wise, is also the daiquiri. Like, I just, yeah, I love hearing people say, I had no idea a daiquiri wasn't a frozen <laughs> slushy drink. And it's like, oh, no. <laughs> A daiquiri is actually a, a fine cocktail. It's a cocktail. It's not a spring break headache. Like, dude, make yourself a proper daiquiri.
0: I have a friend, Garrett. He is always looking for a great daiquiri, but he always is a little embarrassed to get it in a coop. So Brad, I, we talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago. Well, okay, but how, how could you order it in a rocks glass? What, what would the right verbiage for that be?
1: I'll take a daiquiri on the rocks.
0: Yeah, daiquiri on the rocks. <laughs> yeah, that's it, right?
1: That's so if
0: it. you're if you're a little coop if you're coop shy, then order a daiquiri <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the rocks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> coop <laughs> shy. I'm writing that down. Yeah. I'm coop shy.
0: Okay. Last last thing I promise. Last thing I want to add is in the spirit of just recapping the art of drinking with join jewels and your favorite uncle. We want to remind you that if you look in our show notes on wherever you're streaming your podcast, we have the information that you need for our cocktails. So we will have our description of the episode, but if you scroll down a little bit, you will see what you're going to need for Brad's, what you're going to need for mine. You'll have our social handles. You have the website. So everything is going to be there as well. So you don't have to travel too far. We want to make this easy on you because at the end of the day... We all deserve a cocktail and it shouldn't be hard to make one. So let us, let us give you the tools.
1: We're trying to make home bartending easy, right? So that's what it's all about, making home bartending easy. Mm. Cheers, Jules. Cheers.
0: Well, there you have it. Cheers, Uncle Brad.
1: Cheers, Jules. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the show.
0: Don't worry, we will have the photos and recipes for today's cocktails on the website, joinjewels.com.
1: And if you got questions or comments for us, hit us up on the Insta at the Art of Drinking Podcast. And of course, find Jules at joinjewels or Cigars and Vino, that's me, also on the Insta.
0: hey, subscribe to my cocktail club on Facebook. All you'll need to do is search Join Jules Cocktail Club and there you'll see what other cocktail enthusiasts are shaking up.
1: This is a Red Rock music podcast.
0: Don't forget, subscribe, like, and review The Art of Drinking with Join Jules and your favorite uncle wherever you get your podcasts.